Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, they do some weird things in Denmark, but John Dillermand might be one of the weirdest. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into a little of that. I think we should. Yeah. Now there was there was a guy I knew from Nantucket. Very similar situation. <laughs> Stop. Morning Dadcast. jazzy today yeah so i think part of your new year's resolution should be to throw that thing in the river um where's your nearest river do you need some help well i live on long island i mean if i throw it north it will go in the sound if i throw it south we'll go in the what is that the atlantic (laughs) i don't know um so yeah i mean i have options for water okay well Pick a direction and throw. I gave you two weeks off. Throw in the river. Throw in the sound. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the, <laughs> I think that's where it belongs. Now my mouse isn't working. You're one of those guys who knows how to do like all, the entire computer navigation with keyboard shortcuts. No, no. I've always been very jealous of those guys. Should we just start the show over? Why? Well, I, I kind of like the way we started it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Fine. Absolutely. Listen, you got me up. I've been up. I was I was up till four. What do you want from me? That's gross. I mean, I was up till four the night before, though. Well, up, up through four, I should say. Is that an expression? Oh, it's up through four, love. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it should be if it's not. What are you programming a bomb over there? Yeah. Oh, no. Really? I'm setting it. Yeah, I'm setting it to go. I'm, I'm programming a very sophisticated robot. Is it is it the Ronco bomb? Can you just set it and forget it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we, we've gotten off to a rough start. I'm going to take some ideas here that yeah. um, that Mike Lindell dropped off from my pillow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be boarding a flight to D.C.? Listen, he had some Cracker Jack ideas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on today, but it feels. Like, I don't know. It feels I think like it's these I, circles. Listen, I haven't are, it's like an sleep. MC Escher drawing. I'm <laughs> staircases to nowhere. <laughs> I keep trying to jump in after you say something to like either add to it or go to another topic, and I just can't. This staircase leads nowhere. <laughs> it, it's just it lead the staircase that leads nowhere is probably my uh, my autobiography. And yes. uh, the forward will be written by Mike Lindell. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some really Cracker Jack ideas, I heard. He's got some Cracker Jack ideas. Hey. What the f*** is this guy doing getting pictured outside the White House? I don't know, man. It's really, listen, it's really Todd, strange. Listen, he made a pillow. And he's making policy. Yeah, he also right? made up a sleep council <laughs> that he could say voters pillow to be the best pillow of the year. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about voter fraud. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. See, he's yeah. he's, he's 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 just empathetic. Right. <laughs> what I did is I made up this council. They all voted for my pillow, so you should buy the pillow too. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Right. <laughs> voted number one by the Mike. Sl- I mean, by the sleep council. <laughs> right by the sleep council. Yeah. The totally real yeah. sleep yeah. council. The sleep council is comprised of my parents, Bob and Tina. Bob and Tina Lindell. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So today, really quick, because I know you're trying to get things back on track, but I'm going to keep you nope. off track as long as I can. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's what I do. You try yeah. to, you know, keep things serious. And I tell you how little sleep I got and how upset I am to be up this early. So I was going through the run of show at this 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yep. At 4 a.m. Yeah. What is this like? They, like, like airlines don't even book flights this early. Yeah. What the, is sun, this? the sun's certainly not up. That's for sure. 
was looking at your run of show mm-hmm. and I didn't like it at all. So I wrote you a note. Did you read, did you read the note? I did. It says, dear Toddle, I erased your notes. I thought they were dumb. And then you went on to add what is supposed to be my emergency. If we run out of things to talk about notes into that space. And then yeah. you wrote, what in the hell does this mean? <laughs> Explain yourself. And then um, you left your name as if it could have been anybody else. <laughs> right. As if someone else, as if <laughs> who Mike went in and worked on their well, own show. I, I should have I put my last initial. Ototherwise, Pete, now you could have been Lindell. Think it could have been Lindell. Yeah, exactly. Punch, punching up the scripts because yeah. apparently he's just poking his nose in all kinds of f-ing places like a goddamn <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> Um, including <laughs> including our shared Google Doc ROS. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it's one place he deserves to be. Uh huh. So I had to know what the hell these notes mean because these are like legit brain droppings. These are yeah. things that fell out of your head that you wrote down at the bottom, yep. and I read them, and I was like, even as well as I know Todd, I don't know what he wants to say. So here are the three things for our audience: missionary magician. Yep. Missing vehicle signs on the parkway. Yep, that's a good one. Machine gun <laughs> backslash wolf versus rough. Yeah. I I want to know. It's like, what'd you find? Like a, an old Seinfeld napkin? That was like, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to start. Right. I'm going to reverse engineer his jokes. Right, exactly. No, see, what you don't know is that I normally always have three to five of these at the bottom of my version of the doc. I'll take the final run of show, put it into Word, and then I'll add three or five things. And anytime it feels like we're either going really far off track or I don't have anything to say, I drop one of these in. Well, I insist now that you... uh, So here's the thing. You don't put a shiny object on the ROS because you know it's going to distract me. I know. That was my mistake. Right. I'm hoping that Missionary Magician is some kind of pilot you're writing that's coming to CBS this this fall. Well, yeah, that was actually going to be part of it. So, <clears throat> all right, we'll start with number one, Missionary Magician. I remembered the other day while being up very late myself and driving home that always I remember the- safe. Yeah, always super, super safe. It may as well have been drunk. I, <laughs> I remembered the first joke that I ever told. It was in first grade at my Catholic uh, grammar school, and we had um, a very special day that day. We had a missionary magician joining us to give us a presentation on what it means to be a missionary and to keep it entertaining by being a magician. So I raised my hand and I said, what time is this magician coming? (laughs) Now... It doesn't seem like that might be the funniest thing in the world, but the pop that I got is a high that I've been chasing my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, the entire first grade classroom started laughing, and every single dopamine center in my brain just dropped. And I went, oh, I could get really into this. You're like, I really oh, like I'm, this feeling. <laughs> I'm going to be an actor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, <laughs> seriously. And that's why I, you know, at age 40, have a podcast where, um, you know, again, I'm still chasing that high from the magician joke. The magician joke. But I literally remember looking around and seeing like these laughing faces and the teacher somewhat upset, but with a little smirk on her face, like, all right, it's clever for a, for a first grader. So let me ask you, what, yeah. what kind of... What kind of tricks are in the repertoire? <laughs> don't ask me anything. I, all I remember is right, I don't keep your I, eye on the body of Christ. Keep your eye on the body of Christ. It's not up my sleeve. It's not up my sleeve. Ah, ah. Check behind your ears. Sir. Check, check in your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Right down your tongue. Is that the host? I think it is. Did he turn water into wine? Twice. Oh, well, he's just ripping off Jesus' stuff. I know. Stuff. That's he was, he was a hack. He ripped up mostly, he ripped off mostly vaudeville and Jesus. Right. Vaudeville and Jesus, <laughs> yeah. which, oh my God. Yeah. Todd, Todd, yeah. I'm just, write this down. I, I want to write a comic. Okay. Yep. I want to write a comic yeah. about Jesus coming back mm-hmm. and doing vaudeville. Okay. I think we should do that. And then I want you to get Mike Lindell on the phone. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so what I did want to say is, as I wrote the words Missionary Magician, when I thought about this, this great memory that I have, the uh-huh. first the first real pop that I got from a joke, Yeah, I wrote it down, and I said, wow, that looks like, did you say CBS? Yeah. Yeah, I said, that looks like 
a CBS pilot if I've ever seen one before. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, we need a good like. What's what's the segue right before the credits? It's got to be some snappy line. Come on, you gotta give it to me off the top of your head. I know you got it. You've been thinking about it all night. You joke about it, but you're 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 secretly hoping that one day missionary magician becomes like uh, you know some serious show. They bring um, him in. He examines the body. What's the church quip? What's the? He walks in and he's. What does he do? Wait, where is he walking into? Give me, give me the exp- Give me the scenario. Well, I, I feel like they bring him in, right? I, I right. Because it's not a comedy. This is a one-hour drama. Oh, good. Okay, sure. Absolutely. Is it That's not, exactly is it not, what it should be. Is it not a one? Is no, it not it a one-hour. It should be. It should be a fake, fake audience laughter. Three camera. No, no, no. I want a crime procedural. It needs to be like <laughs> procedural. Every week yeah. there's a new problem to solve. Yeah. And it, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. And all right. Sometimes like Horatio it, taking his glasses off in CSI Miami. And then yes. he'll say something like, better put the kettle on. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. So what's the missionary magician equivalent? I got it. I've got magic to do. No. Oh. <laughs> no um, come on we gotta we gotta play off confession we gotta play off yeah uh, well i think this? yeah I, I don't know if he'd have this i would be like horatio it would be punny um to fit each scenario and would have some sort of catholic throw into it as well um well, no one is more equipped to, to do this than you you're the only man on the planet who could write right, this show give me a scenario and i'll give you an example okay and it's crimes he's solving? I think it's crime. I think he's like special assistant. Cold cases? I don't know about cold cases. It was murder. I don't know. That was my Quincy. <laughs> that was your Quincy. It's my Klugman. Hey, uh, yeah, hey, I'm Klugman. You're right? Klugman. That's true. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Stop doing me. Okay, you don't do me. I don't know. What would he do? He would, uh, I guess, you know, they'd call him in for, for you know, for like fringe cases. You know, right. things that th- things that can't be explained. Maybe he's also like a like a mind freak, kind of like Chris Angel, weird personality okay. on the side. Maybe, maybe okay. he's got some viral videos. He's like a okay. YouTube star, but he's okay. also like what people really don't know. And what scares him sometimes is that sometimes the tricks yeah. aren't tricks at all. It's actual magic. And he wonders if it's Whoa. coming from above. So you, you said miracles wrong. Right. I did. Right. Miracles. All right. So give me a scenario. There's a sh- there's a shoot up at a supermarket. Oh no! And yeah, no, it's terrible. And so the only person who survives is like an eight year old girl, and it's like oh. a miracle. Like the right. bullet trail, like it passes like right through her, but Whoa. like you know on the on the back of the wall. And they're like, where'd these bullets go? You know, mm. like it's like it should have looks like there should the trail went from here to here should have gone right through her. But the girl's okay. She's wrapped in one of those like an aluminum blankets that they put people who just come back down and from space from and or like to have been in some kind of serious accident and they're sitting in the back of the ambulance and she's all shook up and she's like i don't know what happened and so they bring the priest in to check the bullet holes in the wall and you know to do balloon animals for kids on the street right and then he goes in and he gives his assessment and he comes out and they're like uh you know is he a father i guess a missionary is he a father um he's a deacon deacon yeah okay so he can so marry go, oh, so he can marry okay yeah i didn't want to close off that i didn't want to close off that possibility of having a love interest right smart no that's smart and i got some great casting ideas we'll talk later so okay so so he's a deacon and he examines the store and he comes out and so what does he tell the uh you know the um the skeptical detective and right. and um and and her partner who recently lost his faith because he lost his dad due to a to a tragic disease late in life. Right. Well, he comes out holding a bag, and those two people, those two cops that we discussed, they kind of say to the camera, "You know, you know he's supposed to be he's supposed to be looking at the crime. He's he's you know, he's doing shopping. You know, he's getting he's buying bread, and he comes out and he says." I'm going to make the person that did this choose the bread of life or he's toast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. Yes. But he also bought snacks. 
Right, he bought snacks. Because, you know, he's kind of goofy. He's like Brad Pitt in Ocean's 12. He's always eating something. Right, he's always eating something. He's always doing sleight of hand. Right. Uh, yeah, really good. That's perfect, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. This is Winston Churchill, and you're listening to the Morning Dadcast. Never in the field of podcasting has so much twaddle been said by so few. All right, Todd. 2021, all yep. eyes on Nintendo. I what are so. they up to, bruv? Yeah. What's going on? To, bruv? What are they... <laughs> What's you up to, bruv? Well, I you know, know, I don't obviously know anything, but I have a few thoughts for sure. Well, well, number yeah, number you... one, <clears throat> Go ahead. we we talked in October and early November um, about Nintendo having had 23 months of uh, being the top console. And we said, there's probably no way that they're going to do 24 months because this is the month where Xbox Series S and X and PlayStation 5 is coming out. And lo and behold, they won that month as well. Um, the second craziness. best, yeah, craziness, uh, Nintendo switch is now the second best ever annual sales for a console in us history and, uh, still in first place, the Wii 2008. Do you remember how manic the world was for the Wii in 2008? That's how much this switch is still selling and it's almost doing it quietly. You don't hear, you know, right. kind of the mania around it, like there yeah, was for people on, looking for the Wii. Morning new, right, it's not on all the morning news programs right. where, they have, yeah. where, the, where they have the, you know, the talking heads being like, oh, and this is how you do the bowling? This is so silly. Oh, My kids you know, are going to love this. I love this. Oh, this I, is so, this I, you is know, so in the winter, you can play tennis at home. Going, oh, and yeah, you can play, mm -hmm. play tennis at home. So they they did great, um, and they just kind of keep almost doing better in some months year over year since the Switch has been released. But now it's 2021. Nintendo has the kind of the road clear from any other console releases or any sort of big news from other video game companies. So we assume that we'll see some things from Nintendo this year. And again, the one that people kind of keep talking about the most or seem to be the most excited about is a revision to the Switch hardware. Yeah, people are of two minds about mm -hmm. this, right? Right. Some people they are really like, are. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, for sure, it's coming. And other people are like, it doesn't really make sense. Why would they do? They're cranking out so much. They're probably right. Everyone they sell is probably profit at this point. The parts are so cheap. Yeah, they're I mean, because they're selling so strongly year over year, their their price, the price just has to keep going down. I don't know how long they ride this wave. Uh, it seems yeah. to be able to handle a lot of things. They're also, we, uh, you know, like Hitman 3 is launching, you know, via that weird cloud thing that they're right. doing this week. Yeah. So they're finding ways to, yeah. you know, yeah, add they had to control the Swiss released. Army knife. Yeah, they had control released um, through the cloud, yeah. and that works really well on it. I played with that the other day. It, it's really weird. I, I, I don't know. My best guess... I, I, it I will can't be. even, I don't have the evidence to guess. I have no idea. Yeah, no, I think that, I do think that we'll see something, but it will be a revision. It won't change, obviously, the specs of the hardware that much. It will be completely backwards compatible. Um, very few games will get released that can only be played on the new system. I think it will just be a better version of the Switch for people that might be looking for it, but maybe an output to 4K but do they need to do that? Yeah, historically, have they ever split their base? Yeah, they love a revision. I mean, look at their handhelds. They, there was always a revision of the handheld that was better than the original. Well, I guess they, okay, so they did do that. And this is a handheld. Yes. They yeah, they also did it with 3DS. the DS and the DS Lite. They did it with the Game yeah, Boy but, Advance and the Game Boy Advance SP. They did it with the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Right, but those were iterations on how it like uh, of the form, right? And and right. some of that was better. But I'm talking about like, and they might like have like you know sneaked in better battery or a better whatever. Mm -hmm, sure. But like, but I'm um, I'm talking about like, I don't I don't know that a Switch HD Pro, you know, where they're like, well, now you can only play in this if you get this one. I I don't I, think that will happen. I think it will just be a bet. They if they again I if think that muddies I don't know. the messaging. I do too, because there's already two on the market. There's a new one that has a little bit better battery life. Right. And you have to kind of know which box you're looking for when you go for that. Right. Um, and then so they have a slim also, right? Switch they have light. The, right, exactly. They have the Switch Lite, um, which I love the control of, but the screen's just a little too small. It's um, a little so too I really small. stopped messing with it. I really stopped messing with it. But it's great for kids, but not, not so much for us. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see it. 
Um, again, like you said, I don't think they need it, but they're, they are figuring out ways to make this hardware really last, uh, especially with being able to play more power consumptive games or restrictive games from processor power in the cloud. So we'll see. I, I, I really don't care either way. Uh, I don't need a much better screen on the switch and it, you know, being able to play in 4k. I don't know. I mean, I have other systems for that. I just want great games. And that's what this little device has been able to provide year after year after year for the past four years. Yeah. So do you have a wish list? I mean, we know that it's the Zelda Metroid 35, right? It's the 35th. It's 35th anniversary of Zelda and Metroid. So we should, we'll probably see, we'll probably see stuff there. We'll probably see almost guaranteed to see some sort of a release of a collection from both of these games, as well as the possibility of a new game. Right. Is there something you want? What's your what's your craziest idea? Because here's the thing from Nintendo these days. Yeah, I'm going to pick up first party Nintendo games because I have kids because they're classics. They control well. They're family friendly. There's usually couch co-op up to, you know, two or four players. I'm picking. So, you know, I'm picking most of anything that they drop out. That's Nintendo from Nintendo by Nintendo. Right. Of course. But but that's not really what I want from Nintendo at this, at at this stage. That's what I will buy and keep in my house for my kids. Yeah. Because they're, they're quality experiences. But what's your, like, give me something absurd. What are you thinking? What, like, what would you love? That's, that's probably not happening. Cause mine is, uh, I really just want more. I want a Nintendo 64 mini. I even want a virtual boy mini. Those are both absurd ideas. Uh, I think those would be the only products they release in the mini line that wouldn't sell very well. Shut up. A 64, if it was loaded, would sell very well, even though that it... It depends on what games they could get. If they could get GoldenEye on it, possibly. Right. But yeah, the graphic... I mean, there's just not great games on that 64 that haven't been released in other, you know, variations. You can play, you know, Mario 64 now on the... 35 collection that released last year um yeah. and there's just not many what are you gonna play wave race are you on wave race i might not be but i'm not saying are do you are you gonna take up a full hdmi port on your tv for wave race on the 64 like i you're, want a new wave race you're gonna play the ultra you're gonna play the 64 mini less than you play your turbo graphics i played mini. that once yeah okay. i know you. Did. i don't even listen i don't have time Anymore. Right. So don't be for excited about ideas. Stuff, for, I'll tell you what. The two games that I will play as excitedly as any other game, and not just because I have kids in the house, is Breath of the Wild 2, yeah. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. But I would probably be really excited about a Metroid Prime trilogy HD remake or release. That's that's something I want. But I feel like we're going to see one from Zelda 2. So you're you better not make me move that screen around to use the visor. Oh, I love the visor, though. I know, but don't make me move the switch around. No, they probably won't. To- yeah, they will. They we made it a little. They, they made a few. They made a few concessions for Galaxy as far as like how they always get stuck in their technology. Uh, that game really kind of dragged through the mud with the idea of having to use the nunchuck controller and swing the Wii mode around to grab stars. Yeah, they fixed that for the release on the Switch. So hopefully, you know, we'll see some. They got rid of the waggling. They got the waggling. waggling. Wingin' yeah, waggling, put a little bit of wingin', a little bit yeah, of waggling. So, what games do you think we see on a Zelda collection? Here's what I'd love, <clears throat> and I can't take credit for this idea. It's Mike Lindell's. Ah. But I think I think what they should do is they should release two Zelda collections. Okay. And I want all main Nintendo system Zelda adventures on there, on one, and then I want all handhelds on the other. I want all Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. I want all Game Boy Color. I want all those on another. So I want two packages yeah. of Zelda, all encompassing, and f- it. Somehow I want them to get those weird. What are they? CDI games. I want those oh, yeah. weird. I want those on there as like bonus. They're not like, ever going to be on anything because they are not considered canon. I know that, but if they and they, I, I don't know how much of a sense of humor they have, no, but in none, uh, in, in none, none it, according to. Right, according to console awards, yeah. So, but it would be funny. It would, right? Just even like a behind the scenes of like, and here's some like Zelda bombs, or like even like a little, give me a little, you know, a little video to roll, a little documentary on there that's twelve minutes that like, you know, like, and here's some failures with Zelda, you know, like here we had the cartoon, we had it, we we had the ice cream pop, but then we also, you know, we tried this thing and it totally sucked. I don't know. Here's the thing: don't give me something that's obvious, right? 
I, I, I specifically what I buy from Nintendo is the weird and the wonderful. Yeah, that's what I or, want from them. Or this, oh, that, this that's simple why, done interesting, right? Right. The most simple gameplay, but so interesting that it's so compelling. Yeah. And I think that that's why I want like a virtual boy. Like think about if that thing sure. was just yeah. a third Working. of the size and yeah. it just came loaded with all the games and they were, you know. There it, are some pretty good virtual boy games. The Wario game that's on there uh, is actually really quite good. The tennis game isn't a terrible tennis game. Yeah, um, and terrible. there's there's never been a way to play virtual boy games outside of the virtual boy they've never released them as like a suite of games you can't even get like somebody on etsy who does reproduction cartridges for other games and no one's you know collected them onto a, a flash drive um so it would be cool to revisit those games yeah dig um, them up like they're gonna be tribute lost to, to gun time soon yeah of course todd I, i've been flirting with ebaying one of these yeah we almost bought one for the what the 25th was it we 20th almost or 25th? did i don't remember but now. you and I both yeah, we got really came close. very close. We tried yeah. to borrow one from someone just so we could yep. do a segment on it. That yep. that didn't work out. Yep. Uh, they're, they're hard to come by, and they're hard to come by in good condition. Mm -hmm. So, But um, I want to play it on a TV. I don't want to have to be stuck in the old hardware. The old hardware was a mistake. And it's not something I'm not going to get nostalgic for a neck ache and a headache. I want to play no, the games I want, on No, I TV. want that. I, I yeah, want it just to be crazy. high. No, no, no. It's the form factor. It's a collector's Add item. Add it to the you'll play it once. Nah, I'd play it a little more than that. Twice. Yeah, no, that's probably closer to real. Yeah, but listen, real. I that's what I want. And I want and I want them to surprise me with things like, you know, uh what are you doing with F Zero? Yep. Yep. That's what, what I was doing? gonna say. That's the thing I really want to see is one IP from the past come back. Kid Icarus. Right. Well, Kid Icarus should have been, we both know that that's just Phoenix Immortals or whatever. Like, that's really what, if you throw, if you drop Kid Icarus in that situation and you just Nintendo it up a little bit and change the artwork a little bit, like, you give him that open world, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the, the Metroid yeah, power up one at a time. Oh, now he's got better weight. Now he can vote. Pitt, Pitt's got a good bone out. Now we no, can control now we can the vote. No, well, right. Pitt can vote. Mm -hmm. That's true. Is this the year Pitt can vote? He can also yep. get car insurance, right? He can rent that's a right. car. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can rent a car. Yeah, you know, I I think that I I I that that's kind of what he was a real emo fucking Captain N. Oh, he super was. He was like, ah, you give me the dance. You you know what, Pitt? Get yeah, the no, he's, no one. He's, he's emotional. I young think man. I think that's kind of why he's not around anymore. His reputation from the Captain N days. Yeah, because they brought him up, you know, to the bigs, and he he embarrassed himself yeah. in front of you know. King Hippo and the Eggplant Although Man. Although Mega Man wasn't the coolest either. <laughs> the Eggplant with <laughs> Eggplant. Well, not the Eggplant Wizard. No, right. He wasn't even, well, Mega Man wasn't even the right color. Yeah. Right? Wasn't yeah. he like... All of them. All Any of the Robot Masters were just portrayed poorly, very poorly. Yeah, he was. They didn't draw. It was just the wrong suit and everything. It looked yeah. weird. Somebody, someday somebody will do something right with Mega Man. There's no reason that that shouldn't be a successful movie or a TV series for kids. Kids would love robots with powers doing things. It's just it's a silly thing that they've never gotten right. Kind of acquiesced to it never being done right. But yeah, Icarus, you're right. As in kind of open worldy Metroid game where you power up to move on to the next area or another version of Breath of the Wild with an open world just with the Greek mythology skin, like you said, Immortals is, would have been a great option for Kid Icarus. Anything would be great. Even the game that came out on the 3DS Uprising was okay. But again, like Nintendo tends to do, is they they mire these IPs in the hardware of the time. You don't yep. want to play the Uprising because you dealt with it because it was out and it was the no most current hardware out there that you could play it on. But you can't go back and play it now. The controls are so poorly set up on that 3DS that it, it literally hurts your hand to play. So I'd love to see a Kid Icarus and F-Zero or Star Fox come back with some sort of a, you know, it doesn't need to be something new. I don't need like a Star Fox that has the greatest 4K graphics and like really feels like this great. It could be a throwback looking game. You know, they can do like a cell shaded game. They can do a polygon looking thing. Do something silly, but just play with it. Bring yeah. the bring it back in some way, but it doesn't have to be the future. They did with that, with that, didn't with that partnership with Ubisoft, right? What did they do? What was that game? The rabbits game? No, there was like a ship, a ship game that came out on all systems, and and the and the Switch version had Star Fox in the crew. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was something recently. Star something? Fox? I don't know. No, Star Star, star Dog Star <laughs> Frog. What is Star? Star, uh, star Cat? Uh, no, it was something. You know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There was something. 
I can't remember what it was, but yeah, g- give us give us which something. is a testament to it wasn't enough. Yeah, give us a new excite bike. Give us a new marble madness. I'll play um, Star Fox Beach Volleyball. Yeah, I'll I would play like Star that Fox too. Strikers. Yeah, sure. Didn't they, didn't Nintendo just buy the studio that did Strikers and and, and Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion? Mansion? Yeah, guys. Yeah, that, that's exciting, guys. Yeah, guys. This could this could be it. I want that studio making games that I want. Write them a letter. Oh, you know what? We can make that happen. I'm going to. Well, first, I'll reach out to Mike Lindell. Ah, Okay. cool. I'm just going to run it by him because, you know, he's obviously he has some great ideas. I'm just making a note here. Yeah, well, that's that's really it for um, my kind of predictions or hopes for Nintendo in 2021. I'd like to see a switch refresh. I'd buy it, but I don't need it. More importantly, I'd like a few games, but I will say this Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury looks awesome and it's the most perfect game that has ever come out for gray because last summer he spent the entire summer playing mario games yeah and some of what he calls cat mario uh, super mario 3d world um mm-hmm. great game and watching godzilla oh, God- so old it's... kaiju godzilla movies so now but the bowser's fury mode has recently been revealed to essentially be a kaiju bowser who's like you know five times the size of the city blowing fire all over it over it and then yeah. mario becomes kaiju cat mario gray knows i think it's anagus or something like that gray knows the name of the godzilla character that mario looks the most like in that pose but gray is super amped for it and looks great and now you have bowser jr traveling around with you communicating through painting it looks like a cool version of this game. It doesn't just look like a um, like a remaster like they did with the 35 games. Uh, it looks really great, so I'm excited yep. for that. Um, I'm here, but for I really it. I want to see an uh, I want to see an Odyssey too, uh, and I think that Odyssey was a good enough game set up in such a way where we can do a direct sequel this time, like Mario Galaxy Two was, instead of a totally new concept. Yeah, and give me another song. Yeah, give me another song. You like jump up, jump like jump man, jump up, jump man. What was that song? I don't know the the one with the well you know during the, the Donkey Kong things. level yeah yeah it's like it's, it's called yeah, like it's, Jump Up Jump Man or something like that is it yeah give me another hat twirling number another showstopper boys yeah ha cha 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 so you had some things you wanted to talk about that were just as relevant to the Super Nintendo Ads Entertainment Podcast okay well let's let's take a quick break and reboot. Need some adventure in your life? What Mad Universe is a podcast about the history of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, where we delve the depths of pop culture history. Everything's the same politically, but we have ray guns. The the actual motive isn't to explore something that's, quote, scientifically possible. or. But neither is Star Wars, and I know there's arguments about that, but I would definitely consider Star Wars science fiction. You haven't read Dune! No, I haven't. You can never be the Kwisatz Tetarak. What Mad Universe on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Matt, I've got a great idea for a podcast. You and me, we watch movies, right? And some of them are kind of bad, and so we make fun of them. But maybe some of them are good. Chris, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And eat snacks. Movie Fighters, an original idea on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So, Todd. Yeah. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Ah, yeah. Go and on. you'll appreciate that yeah. as as an actor and a stage actor. Yeah. Uh, Palace Guard said that in Hamlet after seeing King's Ghost. I'm saying it now mm-hmm. for this weird Danish kids cartoon, John Dillerman, mm-hmm. which is about a man who walks around with a huge penis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Diller, by the way, is Danish slang for penis. So, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're an educational podcast That's as well. Right. Yeah. Now, um, if you go to Denmark, you know how to tell somebody if you have an issue with your penis, if you have a problem with your penis, or if you're excited about your penis, you now know how to you know present that to them. Diller. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's claymation. Yep. And it's with huge dongs. Apparently, this guy walks around, and uh, so the show's creator said he claimed that you know it's about removing shame and embarrassment when Mm -hmm. it comes to our bodies without sexualization this is really weird it's really weird but i kind of agree uh, todd yeah you're gonna let gray watch the giant schlong show i don't know i've thought about that Todd, i'm not sure todd 
They're okay with it in Denmark. Well, I mean, we should be okay. I mean, he I'm gets into all sorts of mischief services. using his CPS. absurdly large wanker. Like he breaks into a woman's icebox with it. And it's painted the same color as his pants. I knew you'd like that. Why do I know that you like the fact <laughs> that he's wearing like a 50s swimsuit striped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and also the, the same the color. It's the same color, yeah. Yeah, it's like a Waldo penis. He uses you know it as a helicopter at one point, doesn't he? Todd. I don't know. I think it's funny. I did. I I obviously see the problem here. I I get it. I'm not stupid, Todd. But I like it. I Todd. I think it's what. I'm wrong. Yeah, it it, it, it feels like something that should be on Adult Swim, in 12 minute increments. I don't know that I need well, candy my cane young penis. children. Well, <laughs> I don't think anyone needs a candy cane penis. I don't need my kids. You know how many, let's talk, let's talk, you want to talk, get serious? Let's talk penis mm. injuries due to this show. Ah, uh, that's true. Uh, sorry, I was trying to climb this ladder using my penis, daddy. Yeah, I, I don't want that happening. Yeah, I tried to pick yeah. this lock with my penis. Yeah, you're right. All right, you're right. I don't know. There's something about it. I kind of like the idea of it for some reason, um, because I just think it's so silly. Um, I and I don't think the kids the will silliness. see. But it's for Wallace four to and eight gr- year olds. And Wallace I think and the four year olds. silly. Right. The four-year-olds, I don't think will be, I don't think they'll respond to it in a negative way, but the eight-year-olds would. The eight-year-olds are the ones that would have like, that would try to do things like this. Like swing from branches with their penis? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Listen, I'm all, uh, I don't want to censor anything. Let this thing ride. I'm not protesting this thing. Let it ride. I don't care. Um, You know, let the market sort it out and whatever happens, happens. I think it's so strange. Yeah, it's very strange that this can even be like. Can you imagine like the the, the f- schedule being like, you know, up next, uh, you know, at eight, it's Sesame Street, and then it's f- in, you know John Dillerman and his giant. F- like, what happened to Gumby? Well, he's not using his penis like a penis. That's why it's funny. Todd, is it funny? I don't know. I, I maybe I like it because I think maybe you're right in the way that it should be on Adult Swim, and it's something that I think is funny, but it's certainly not right for kids, which is probably closer to the truth. We but- just <laughs> got rid of that. We just got rid of that French Canadian winer Caillou. We just got rid of Caillou. Oh yeah, that was a that was a stand. win for that was a win for America. That was like I, I don't know if that was like you know a, like an executive order or right or, or like or, or all the I, governors of the states got together and were like we don't need yeah, this wine on I, television. I, I love that people literally said Caillou's reign of terror is over. Or um, <laughs> they called him true. a little brat and evil. He whines about everything. I yeah. won't let my kids watch it. Yeah. Gabe like like used to watch a little bit of it when he was little, and it's one of the few things I like stepped in and I was like. Gabe. That's it. Yeah. I was you like, can do better than he whines Have you seen this show about everything. John Dillerman? Right. Don't aspire to be a whiner. Aspire to be a whiner. I'd rather Gray watch John Dillerman than Caillou. There. I said it. Well, I think that's fair. Yep. One's I, got I a just, lot of confidence I, you know what, and one's so, like, I scraped my knee and everything sucks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, Caillou. I Jesus think, Christ. Where's Caillou's hair? I don't know, but our friend Vinny has a very similar head, and uh, we used to call him Caillou all the time, and he Vinny's was never a, a big Caillou fan head? of it. He's got a little bit of a Caillou head, but it's appropriate for a 40-year-old man. It's all right. Not, you know, a, a six-year-old kid. Um, so I think maybe I was smitten by the actual claymation. Okay, no, I'm watching him now get pulled up by his penis. Uh, he's getting pulled around town by a bus by his penis. Mm-hmm. And he's f- now f- he's floating into the sky with a bunch of balloons by his penis. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Forget what I said. This is totally inappropriate for kids. <laughs> I would watch it, but it's inappropriate for kids. Right. It's like what? <laughs> it's like a regular kids cartoon, but then they just add with his penis at the end. Right. It's like, I'm gonna- oh, so so like just imagine it like this. Right. A little quick thought exercise. Gromit gets Wallace out of bed. Uh, with his penis. Yeah, okay, and then, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. And then Wallace has to, uh, you know, he has to go down to the store. He's got to get his meat and veg. 
right? And he selects it all, uh, drops it into his cart using his penis. And then on the way home, that's just, they're just adding with his penis. And listen, I'm all for, we don't want to shame people. There's no embarrassment around sexuality. That's cool. But do we need a cartoon character who's got a dick like a lasso? See, and there's one scene that really kind of turned me away from what I was originally saying in there. So there's like- I thought you were going to sh- say turns you on. No, no, no. I thought you were um, going to give me the old Lorraine. Bri- I got to admit. I got to admit. I got to admit, Tony. Um, got to turn me on. So- yeah, I went. I went with uh, her from The Sopranos instead of with uh, her and Goodfellas. Just to just to yeah, just to yeah, just to keep I, her uh, just to keep her as relevant as possible. Figured split and share it. It kind of turned me on. Me on. Um, all right, so there's we're gonna one have scene. her do a plug. We need her to do a plug. All right, you got it. We'll do that. I gotta admit, kind of kind of turning me off. I think you should do it. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I should. I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, her voice and I'm gonna do Wonka. Ah, good. Those yeah. are both great. I'm excited for those. All right. Wait, uh, the thing that really is turning me off here, and I got to say, I gotta this admit. has to be said. Got to admit, it's really turned me off. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's a shrub, and there's a guy on the other side of the shrub, like on his cell phone, and his, his John Dillerman, John Dillerman's penis comes from underneath the shrub, comes up, and then taps the phone. <laughs> and then the guy looks up like, hey, who messed with my phone? It's just right. me, John Dillerman. Right. I did that with my right. penis. Did that with yeah, my penis. So, so you do could we just need see it? a five-year-old running around and like on to yeah to his mother who's been on Instagram all day because she's just bored of being a mom and you know tapping Pumping her phone phones. with his penis. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, thrusting into their. Phones. Yeah, you're right. We don't need I, this. I like this for me. It's not for kids. Final, final, final decision on that. Right. It's almost something that should be like a, what was the thing on like a TV fun house? It was like oh, the yeah, ambiguously yeah. gay duo. Right, th- right, right. This is like totally. something that that's could, right. It, exactly. it belongs in like a three minute clip. Right. Well, there are only five minute episodes, but that just shouldn't be for kids. It shouldn't be for it shouldn't be decidedly for right. kids. If you want to right. show well, it to your kids, it's fine, but it shouldn't be on kids if, programming. If you've made a character who's longer than your episodes, you're on the wrong path. Yeah, unless it's for Adult Swim, sir. because that's perfect for, you know. Yeah, no, that's high. exactly right. That's right in the in the powerhouse there. But Jim Jim Henson Studios uh, is not. I don't think is going to be ringing up John Gilman. No, Jacob Lee or Lay is the show's creator, and apparently right, right. he had another show. And listen, hey, you got out there. You're trying something. Yeah. Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you have a great idea, don't. Yeah, maybe just. I don't know. We don't need the penis shows. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. There was something else you wanted to talk about. It, it's, yeah, there's a few things I wanted to get through. Anytime I see the headline, viral cannibal scandal. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I got I to gotta click. Mm-hmm. I got to look in. I got to see what's going on, right? Yep. So uh, I'm sure you've come across this somewhere because mm-hmm. you uh, you ingest news. Oh. And uh, you, 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 you go... Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't. So that's yep. good that you did. Um, so, so this Army Hammer story, right? Yeah. Man from Uncle remake, Lone mm-hmm. Ranger remake. Yep. Remakes master. I don't know. Kind of both just, terrible. Yeah. No, no, just awful. Um, cannibal. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently, you know, it's one way. Cannibalistic leanings. Not, yeah. It's one way to not have to worry about bumping into your ex. God. Go on. That's all I have. Finish it. Well, no, I mean, I'm if like you're the Green gonna, Goblin, if you're gonna, Green <laughs> Goblin, Toby Maguire, Spider Man, number one, outside the window. Finish it. <laughs> if you're going to eat your girlfriends, you don't have to worry about bumping into them. That's Jesus. all. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he's a psychopath mm. and also a listener of the show. So I just want to say, yes. Uh, <laughs> the uh, army. Oh, wait. Uh, he, he's got a, uh, like, a, apparently a secret Instagram. Yeah, he's got a where- Finsta, right? What's that? It's a fake Instagram account. Is it called Finsta? Finsta, yeah. That's my Finsta. Hit me on my Finsta. <laughs> Hit me on my Finsta, bruv. Why are we pivoting to? Why are we pivoting back to UK? I don't know slang to talk about Finsta. Um, I don't know. Maybe because it's where we met <laughs> <laughs> on fake Instagram accounts. <laughs> Or oh, yeah. in the UK, in the UK, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. We have actually known each other for a few weeks. We just created an origin story of us knowing each other for fifteen right, years right, and living right. together we, in we, England. Right. We were pretending we catfished each other. 
Is, right. Is <laughs> right. We, did. we both showed up and we were like, oh, man, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, too. I'm sorry, no, too. Man. I'm sorry. Totally, it doesn't I'm usually happen like this, does it? Hey, you want to get a beer? Right. It's like the Pina Colada <laughs> song where, like, right. they, you know, they're right. both obviously trying to cheat on one another and they show up and it's the husband and wife and they're like, I never knew. That yep. you like pink <laughs> Is that you know, what's going on in that song? Todd, it's a weird song. He reads the personal ad and then he's like, you know, wait, wait, stop, stop. I want you to present this to me next week. What do you want me to present? I want you to present to me this song and what it actually means because you're blowing my mind. I want, want the music. To- I want everything. You want me to, to dissect this on next week's episode? Yes. The I Pina would, Colada song, how it's really yes. about in, infidelity, but then they yes. laugh it off. Yes. This is, you're blowing my mind right now. Todd. What? I'll do that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. We're going to start next week's episode with, what is that song called? Pina Colada? It's called Escape Parentheses, the Pina Colada song. No way. Mm-hmm. You just made that up. No, that's what it is. It's called Escape yeah, it's called Escape. Escape sounds like an Enya song. Yeah, or like a Bjork song. Yeah. Um, see ya. Um, all right. Or like a really, or like a really average Jennifer Lopez movie. Yeah, it sounds like a totally. But that was enough. Yeah, yeah. It was that was enough. It was enough. Escape. escape. Very similar. Yeah, it's this. Um, all right. So we'll do that. I, you can you can load the soundboard up with it. Yeah, no, I'll I'll break everything down for you, and I'll this I'll present it for you. This is going to be incredible. Thank you. I yeah, actually, no, I famously have a terrible idea of what lyrics are in songs and what they're actually. It's like I don't get the writing between the lines very well. So my wife makes fun of me all the time. Tracy makes fun of me all the time because I thought that everybody's working for the weekend meant everybody had to go to work on the weekend. And I said to her, "Why are they saying it, singing it so celebratory?" everybody's working for the weekend. And it's like, oh, well, what sounds, why would you sing it like that? You have to go to work on the weekend. That sounds terrible. And she's like, no, everybody's working. So they're off for the weekend. And I said, ah, ah. now I get it. Yeah. Now that's one instance of about 50 where she, I'll say something and she looks at me. I'm like, oh, I got it wrong. Didn't I? I, right. I have that totally wrong. I read that completely wrong. Didn't I? Right. I've had a lot of instances where lately where Gabe has been asking me, he's been liking song list, like, you know, he's been ear p- picking up my, my frequencies a little more listening sure. to what I'm listening to, getting more curious about music. Gabe, right. uh, has a pretty, uh, a robust taste. He's, you know, he's even into, uh, you know, he loves Hamilton, um, Broadway musical stuff, uh, book of Mormon. And then he also likes other stuff he's getting into. um, it's it's really weird his but it's 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 fun to watch it kind of grow and I've been listening to a lot of um I don't know I guess I've been on this weird like two thousands UK like <laughs> Jamie T Libertines kick and you okay. know, he's like oh, yeah, he's sure. like he's he's like oh okay so like you know what's this song about and I'm like drugs right. and he's like what's this yep. song about I'm like heroin yeah like, <laughs> you know I don't say that right uh, of course uh, you know it's yeah what's this song about hey you know heartbreak and disappointment right right libertines yeah libertines uh jamie t i've been listening to a lot of i just i you know it's a throwback and what's funny is that's kind of that was all popping off kind of like when when we were there yeah 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 so you know there's i have an affinity for it that way too sometimes if i want to relive those days you and i famously famously Saw the Strokes on the Room on Fire tour uh, while Tracy's we were together. Very jealous. We saw it up in at Alley Pally. It was one of the best shows. I've, they, that's when they were still kings of the world before they turned into huge ups. Yeah, um, yeah. I still love them as much as yeah. And Julian Casablancas is a listener of the show. Yeah, and, Julian's um, a big fan. Albert too. Yeah, they don't so. listen to it together or really talk about it much, but they both listen. Right. Is there anything else that you? Is there anything we missed? Couple of quick things. I wanted to talk about the Mortal Kombat movie uh, stills that got released and how it's a hard R with fatalities. Yeah, finally, finally. So they're not going after like the, you know, the 
kids action figure like oh yeah. it'll be you know like whatever crap they tried to do before you know like mm-hmm. well, i'm on pg pg 13 and yep. wink wink it's really violent but not that violent uh yeah. like i like and they're, 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 they're i read the article and they're like it's really f-ing bloody and i'm like good mm-hmm. yeah. lean into it that's yeah. like that's your whole dn that's your whole thing yeah it's you not like movies game, have never done it before and they built didn't a game do on gratuitous violence yeah they that's had never done it yeah they never did it in video games you were the first to do it you pioneered this own it why are you shy about it when you bring it to movies movies did it for 20 years 50 years before you did it in video games this wasn't taboo there i mean if you look at the 80s there's some of the most gruesome horror scenes of all time in 80s horror so why be shy about it when you bring it to the genre that invented it? We don't yeah. care. Rip some yeah, spines totally. out. That's nothing. Yeah. That's what we I want to see. It's much weirder that you're doing it on. It's still weirder that you're doing it on in video games than you are doing it in movies. Right. Totally. Um, so I'm actually mm, cautiously optimistic for that. Not to say yeah. that I'd go to a theater to see it, but it will be right. released also yeah, on HBO no, Max. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Which to I have. It. And I will absolutely watch it. Just because uh, as weird as that universe is and as crazy as it can get, uh, I'm always interested in what they're up to. You know? right, right. Even if it's a turd sandwich, like some like Mortal Kombat Annihilation and like these are none of the original actors and then you're like, it doesn't matter. So yeah, rip some arms off and some hearts out and some ball shots and you know, you know throw a spear spe- through some guy's chest and right. do all the crazy stuff because yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, because they have some of the most, especially now, uh, we talked a few weeks ago that I picked it up and we were going to play online, which we still haven't done. And I've done a few like of the making fatalities. a John Madden football movie with no football. That's what it would be like. It'd be yeah. like, I don't want to focus on any of the football. Let's focus on John's uh, tough act and ten act and endorsements. You know? Oh, like, it's like, yeah. This is the heart of the story, sir. It's yeah. this. It's like, no, it's not. Don't pretend that there's a heart of the story in Mortal Kombat. I'll tell you what the heart of the story is. It's the one that you rip out of the chest. Exactly. (laughs) That's the heart of the story. You rip out, take a bite of and throw on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, There's, there's some, I mean, they have come up with some very, very clever fatalities. Yeah. And they make you laugh. It's, it's like, they're not celebrate uh, them. Yeah. They're not uh, celebrate the most crazy ones. It's really tough to sell people on the idea that these are supposed to be silly and funny. Like, I promise you the people that make this game have a really silly and a little sick, but silly sense of humor. They're like, oh, what if we did this and just had him like punch him in the air and then he summons a unicorn to stab him in the heart. Like, whatever it is, like, they're just trying to make you laugh with violence the same way, you know, Freddy Krueger did. And, and you know, it's it's like, this is so funny. funny. Yeah, you laugh at that stuff now. Mm -hmm. He's a kid. But you laugh at him. Yeah, you know, his, I never. His, his that's material, another thing. I his didn't material see. was good. He yeah. just had a small blemish yeah. on his yeah. record and one big one on his face. Morning, Dadcast. Morning.